you tired of chasing perfection and always feeling like you fall short? There is a better way. Welcome to the Pop Coach Life with your host, Sharon Smaga, where we are pursuing the art of purpose over perfection. She's going to turn what you think you know on its head and help you discover a life filled with meaning and joy. So buckle up, Buttercup, because here comes Sharon. This is Sharon Spaga. I'm here with Sue Vasquez, and we are back for part two in a series we're working on for Pop Coach Life. So welcome to Pop Coach Life, where we are actively pursuing the art of purpose over our perfection and trying to get our perfection out of the way to just do the good work in front of us. So this is, uh, we were talking about, if you've caught the first video, we're doing a series called Purposes for Shaking an Object. So we talked about in the first podcast in episode one, uh, Purposes for Shaking an Object, it was to bring it closer to its foundation. So it's to help us reset and regroup. So while um, we're dealing with this series, kind of we don't like being shaken up, that being shaken up on our lives serves a purpose. Mm -hmm. And there are positive things that come out of that. This is two out of a series of five. And today we wanted to talk about purpose two for an object being shaken or our lives kind of getting shaken up um, is to remove what is dead. And this idea that sometimes we're holding on to things that aren't working or do harm in our lives, right? Mm -hmm. We maybe don't recognize it. So when life shakes us up a little or circumstances do, we have an opportunity to recognize there's some things that need to kind of fall away that are dead so that we can right. grab onto what needs to grow. Yeah, I think it. Um, when we were talking about these, this whole subject, um, this one kind of resonated with me. I think maybe the most, I, I don't know, I mean it all was, but um, it just that idea of seeing the purpose over being shaken up and just knowing that, you know, when something rattles you, that sometimes it really starts to help you identify what um, needed to fall off, I guess. So the mm -hmm. idea of um, removing what is dead. Um, I had given the example, I don't know if I'm going to talk about the example. Or you talked about the, you transplanted something. Yes. Yeah, so one of the first times I was like gardening, um, I was, I, I think I was, it might've been a flower or something. I was trying to move it to a new pot with new soil and I didn't know a whole lot about it, but I just kind of pulled it up and it's the perfect little pod shape you know, the container that it comes in. And so I pull it out, made a little hole and put it in there and covered it up with the soil and it died. <laughs> and <laughs> so I was like, huh, I think I did something wrong. And when I pulled out the dead, um, I don't think I mentioned this to you, but when I pulled it out to like get something new, the whole little pod just came out exactly how it was. And so I was like, okay, so I did something wrong for sure. And it made me realize that the next time I planted something, I had to kind of shake off the the dead, dry, old soil before I put it into the nutrient-rich soil and so that the roots could spread out and grow. And it, that just made me think of this idea of having to, like sometimes the purpose of shaking is to remove what's dead. That um, like in my own life, if I want to really immerse myself in nutrient-rich people or nutrient-rich subjects or anything like that, that there's things that are dead or certainly not helping you thrive mm -hmm. that need to be 
shook off before you are removed before you are able to grow and i so i've got a that makes a few things run through my head which mm -hmm. is what's new because i can't ever seem to stay on one track at a time in my brain but one is the renewing of your mind mm -hmm. i'm hearing this renewal where we have to constantly feed because soil right. that's been depleted is dead soil mm -hmm. right and and dead soil um, can't help things truly grow and thrive the way that they're meant to. They don't flourish. And mm -hmm. so through that renewing, that constant renewing of the nutrients and the water, so we need the renewing of our minds. We need living water. Mm -hmm. So that's really kind of cool to think right. about. And I'm a gardener, so I don't yes. know if we've ever talked about that. I'm a gardener. No. Yes, and I love to garden now, too, now that I kind of understand it better. So <laughs> it's interesting because I just spent uh, this weekend – if you had seen me in my garden, oh my goodness, like if you'd seen before. So I've learned a few things. And one is um, we're in a, a really intense hot climate here, right? In the summertime, very dry and a lot of humidity. So I have to let certain things sit and, and it looks hideous in the winter. It's all the dead stuff that, because mm -hmm. it doesn't snow here. It's not like pretty with snow on it. It's right. just dead. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but in that process of, dying back there there's also it's producing seed mm -hmm. so the first thing i did was we went out and we're walking around and we probably looked like crazy people because we're grabbing seed heads and we're doing this and we're mm -hmm. i mean we're maneuvering we're smashing we're breaking mm -hmm. i've got an entire plant pot full of just the ones we harvested oh, right. that we didn't drop or didn't just get thrown away with um the dead vegetation because you have to clear that out mm -hmm. and i have learned that here if i will wait i'll be really really patient and i'll kind of pull back Mm -hmm. um, and don't pull out the dead stuff too soon or try to harvest seeds too soon. That's also the perfect timing for the new growth that's coming up on its own is starting. But now mm -hmm. it's had that protection because mm -hmm. we've had all these weird freezing temperatures, right? So that stuff has been that protection, but now it's time for that to come out on its own. Mm -hmm. So then we, it went, it looks like a landmine, <sighs> my little garden area. It looks awful. It looks like nothing, little green spots sticking up and a bunch of dirt and chips. Mm -hmm. But now the rains have come mm -hmm. again, which I thought, oh, my gosh, that's perfect timing. Who could have known? Well, mm -hmm. I couldn't have known. And so now that rain that has the right nutrients is going to be able to hit that new growth, where if I had mm -hmm. not cleared out the dead, mm -hmm. that, new, that rain, that living water would not have hit the new growth and the seeds that are ready. Mm-hmm. Right. So it's really cool. But if you see us going through there, it looks like we're just obliterating the garden at mm -hmm. that point in time. But I know within a week or two, all of a sudden there's going to be all this growth that's starting to come mm -hmm. up. But it can't come up. It can't get the rain, the nutrients, if it's got to work its way through all that dead stuff on top. So it was just the right, right. time for the rains to come and hit it. Yeah. And I think, like I'm thinking when you're explaining that to just the idea of, you know, we don't, we don't know all that's going on underneath it. Yeah. And that is, so what we see is kind of the landmines and the chaos. The mess, what the looks mess. like a mess or the chaos yeah. up top, right? But underneath it is what's working because you had to. So process is messy. So if I'm being shaken to remove what is dead, it's not necessarily going to feel good. It's not going to look pretty. It might be right. a mess. It might look barren yeah. to someone else looking in on my process. I but there's still even, things happening. I think it might even 
you know, like cause some mess, you know, you have to, mm -hmm. you have to work through it, you know, just yeah. like you work through your garden, you have to work through that. Um, but yeah, it's, there, it's what's going on underneath. Yeah. So can and then if you see us out there transplanting, I see, are you transplanting yours? Like, I don't know how you, like, if I'm going out to transplant, which in the next couple months, some transplants may happen, or I may have to, um, so on perennials, you're going to slice a piece off. Like, you'll take a shovel, a sharp shovel, and jam it down to literally break off a mm -hmm. section mm -hmm. so it can be planted somewhere else. Mm -hmm. Um, if I, and, and, but before I do that, shaking off the dirt, right? Like I'm stabbing it. Right. It is, I mean, everything about gardening now that I'm thinking about it, it is, is very, very, it's almost violent, right? Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> it can be a little bit violent, right. but you, you yeah. have to break things loose so they can thrive and grow. Right. There are things I, my lavender, if I don't prune it, I mean prune it in between, then it doesn't stay healthy and rebloom. Mm -hmm. So yeah. there's pruning, there's. It's a, I have a very violent hobby, Subascus. <laughs> Maybe that's healthy then. Maybe it helps you work out some. <laughs> violent little hobby in gardening. So, um, but yeah, we've been so, yeah, so that's, I think when you're explaining all of that and we're talking about this idea of gardening, then really talking about what does that mean in our lives then? So when something shakes us up, the thing is that, and we were kind, we were kind of talking about this a little bit before, but there's things that might you know, what does that actually look like? So something that would shake us up, and, you know, a relationship ending or, oh, mm -hmm. I mean, a death or something like that. And I think, you know, what are the things then that that's, you know, whatever shook you, some of those unhealthy things that you're having to look at that mm -hmm. need to fall away before you can start having that new growth that's trying to grow back up you know mm -hmm. so maybe it is unhealthy relationships or there's a few things I don't know there's a couple things that you had kind of hit on too I think I can um I couldn't maybe have shared this a few years back but I have enough healing like I can I was very happy I'm widowed you know that you guys maybe don't I'm widowed um my husband passed away unexpectedly it was very abrupt it was very um man it it felt like the most violent earthquake just moved through my life and destroyed everything in its path mm -hmm. i i used to say um when i could talk to people i would say it feels like something came in and blew my entire life up and it's raining down all around me like little pieces of confetti mm -hmm. and i'm crawling around on the ground and i'm just trying to pick them up mm -hmm. and I'll pick some up and look at them and go, but that's not my life. I don't recognize it anymore. Mm -hmm. And so that kind of a loss really just, you want to talk about shaking up a foundation, just shaking up everything. Mm -hmm. But there's been so much growth for me that has come out of that mm -hmm. um, in so many ways. But what, what was going through my mind just now is, um, and it, he loved the Lord. I love the Lord. We had a good marriage. We had a good home life with our children. But one of the things that I came to realize just over time and kind of God just gently spoke into it was that some of the ways I didn't know God intimately were because I was putting that energy into my marriage. Mm -hmm. And I didn't feel judged. I just felt that conviction of there were many times I put that love for my husband above the relationship with God. And 
that might sound very strange to say for some folks, but understanding that my relationship with Christ is ultimately what nourishes any other relationship I have. Mm -hmm. And so I hit some very human limitations and to be able to look back and reflect on, mm -hmm. I wish I had done that a little differently in our marriage, or I wish I had done, been more patient with that or um, could have been more nourishing about this and less um, mm -hmm. abrupt with him at times or whatever. So I think we can reflect back in any kind of a loss and understand, yes, it shakes us up. And yes, I, 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 I don't ever want to go through that again. Mm -hmm. I'm not saying I won't, but I'd like to not go through that again on this earth. Mm -hmm. um, but I love, I say all the time, I love what I've learned from that experience. It has yeah. grown my roots. It has grown my roots so much deeper. And I feel like I have so much more an intimate relationship with Christ. And I wouldn't trade that. Like, I want that growth. But I have never in my life, that experience side had growth typically for me comes out of, uh, you got to shake me pretty hard. I can be a little bit of a knucklehead. <laughs> so it comes out of that being shaken or that loss or one of those moments where I have to recognize and admit I don't have control over the situation mm -hmm. and it's a scary one or a frightening one or a difficult one, but I don't have control. But that's also been, you know, where somebody comes in and goes psh, 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 on my roots and knocks off the old stuff. Mm -hmm. They've been able to grow. Right. Right. And, it, and the process is messy. Like the growth, anything that grows in a healthy way, it grows roots down. Mm -hmm. I have a tree right now that if you look on the top, it looks like it's done nothing for two, three years. But what it's doing is running these deep, deep roots. Mm -hmm. And when it's ready and it's time, if these phrases didn't finally take it out, because yeah. <laughs> it was a, a baby tree, it will start to all of a sudden, all of a sudden, then you'll all see the growth up top. Mm -hmm. And I think that's a lot how change looks. We don't always see right. the process. Mm -hmm. We don't see it till it starts to flourish and bear the fruit mm -hmm. up top. So it yeah. is messy, isn't it? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I think, you know, there's so many things related to that. You know, I just kept thinking, like, when you were talking about how much you grew, like, I just have that picture in my head, not just of, you know, that there was this dead dirt, but I don't know, you've, I'm sure you've seen if you've bought a plant, and you keep watering it and you're trying to keep it healthy, but you finally pull it out and all of its roots are just... Root bound. Yes. So it can't grow anymore. It can't grow And it'll eventually anymore. die if you it don't would. give it more room. Yeah. yeah. And that's yeah. what I was thinking about when you said that, like how difficult that was, but your roots were kind of there and now they're growing. You know, you're growing because of that process. So know? the pot... If we can use this example, analogy this analogy feels safe. I like my right. little pot. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But until. And it looks good. You look okay. Like. Yeah. Until I let go of needing to be in that container, that sense of control mm -hmm. until I let that pot almost be broken away. Because right. traditionally before plastics and stuff, these would all be clay pots, right? right. And, and you wouldn't always necessarily just pull the plants out because you could damage it that way. So sometimes you would have to just break the pot. And let it fall away. Yeah. And then break away, you know, break the root ball up. Right. So we got to get out of our pots, maybe. <laughs> we need to get out of our pots. <laughs> so to remove what is dead, so purposes for shaking an object. Last week we talked about to bring it closer to its foundation, reset, regroup. Today we've talked about to remove what is dead. 
um, and not hold on to things that aren't working or do harm. So maybe not hold on to our little safe place that feels good or feels comfortable, but it's really not where we're supposed to stay uh, or stay enclosed in that, and, and it's not good for us anymore. And trying to recognize that and let go of holding on to that and recognize when things in our life are shaking us up. And I think we kind of talked about, and this is important, um, and this actually one of the things I did was when my husband died and as I came a little bit out of shock, I immediately began intentionally building my community around me. Mm-hmm. Like community definitely stepped in and helped us, but I'm talking about relationally mm-hmm. recognizing I need to find deep relationship, healthy relationship with healthy people that will challenge me, sharpen me, not let me kind of stay in that place I started, that kind of thing. And you had mentioned Mm -hmm. something about that earlier, too, about pulling relationships that are good for us. Right. Yeah, it's kind of like that idea of where you're, you know, you you know that you need this these people to strengthen you, to nourish you. And so I knew that I needed to, you know, in the, in the analogy of my planting, I knew that this plant needed more, it needed the nutrients, it needed this rich soil. Um, but if I left it surrounded in that pod, the root pod with all the dead soil, it wouldn't have been able to get those nutrients. And it's kind of like how when we shake things, when we're shaken up and it causes us to seek out these relationships that's allowing the nutrient rich relationships the relationships that can grow us and nourish us and feed into it like help us grow um pour into us it allows those relationships to be what our roots are starting to be grounded in mm-hmm. so that's um that's what i was thinking of when we were when we were talking about that is just the idea of having you know that sometimes you shake off like when you're shook up it it the dead stuff falling away allows for the healthy stuff to come Healthier relationships, healthier soil, which is not always comfortable, right? Because my experience is um, my healthy relationships challenge me. They make me think. They kind of, not necessarily intentionally, but it'll bump me a little out of my comfort zone or bring in a different way to think about something that I don't always love at first. Sometimes I've got to go home and I'll sit with, that one thing somebody said that really stuck in my brain and go, I need to process that. Yeah. And it's uncomfortable because mm-hmm. it's challenging the place that I'm mm-hmm. parked in or holding on to. Right. But that, that to recognize, to choose to be in healthy relationship will also include, it'll, it, it should be safe relationship overall, but it should also challenge us. Mm-hmm. And the process of challenge is going to be uncomfortable, right? Right. Yeah. It's, um, I think that's that's the whole um, I think idea of you know principle of being shaken is like there's something uncomfortable, but ultimately the purpose behind it, you know, and the and the purpose behind having to um, get those relationships. And I think there's a difference between being, you know, that healthy challenge that you feel from mm-hmm. people. Like I think we know that the more we're surrounded with that, that you know, it's different than. Um, something bad for us that's making us feel uncomfortable and feeling that I think when, you know, we have friends that are challenging us and encouraging us, um, even if it feels like difficult, there's, it's, it's a different feeling 
So well, there you said encourage, right? So to me, that would be like a core. There's that encouragement. I know it's not criticism in a negative way. It's that encouragement we spur one another on. Mm -hmm. yeah. So yeah. Okay. Any other thoughts before we go? I don't think so. What What are we talking about next? What is the next one? So the next one, uh, uh, for purposes for shaking an object, the next thing is to harvest what is ripe. Okay, so teaser. I wasn't going to, the thing that it made me think of was, you know, that you have friends that are pouring into you, and that is going to help develop your fruit and but that's for next week we can pick up on so that. tune in if you want to hear about <laughs> that um so thank y'all for stopping by and listening you can find me on social media it's always going to be under pop coach life um on twitter facebook instagram uh i've even started one up on getter if you haven't heard of getter yet check it out it's a uh, sort of an alternative a little similar to Twitter. So if you haven't um, checked that out, give it a look-see. Thank you for listening. Uh, please keep tuning in. I know that we get a little bit caught up in our, our chit-chat back and forth, which is kind of the purpose, but we can definitely go down some windy roads. So I hope there's something in this that resonated for you today or encouraged you or spurred you on or spoke into a difficulty you're having because, you know, let's be honest, sh being shaken, feeling like we're being shaken is just not a comfortable feeling mm -hmm. to me. It's like being upside down on a roller coaster and, and I'm not a fan of that. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, me not a fan, but take heart because there are excellent reasons for being shaken that I think we can learn to step into and embrace and look forward to that can give us uh, a sort of courage that maybe we haven't had before as we are facing the situations and the things in our life that do shake us up. So thank you for tuning in. This is Sharon Smaga again with Sue Vasquez. We'll be back again next week. And this is Pop Coach Life, Purpose Over Perfection. Take care. You've been listening to the Pop Coach Life podcast. To catch all her past shows, go to www.popcoach.life.